0: All right, so here we are. Top 25 cigars of the year, Part Deux. Yep. By the way, Hot Shots Part two part was just a classic of American cinema. Um, so make sure you guys go and check out last week's episode if you missed it to see what numbers 25, 24, 23, 22, and 21 were. Today we will be focusing on numbers twenty. 19, 18, 17, and 16. So we're going to start with number 20, which is the Crafted by JR Crown Heads uh, Edition. This is our our first in a series of collaborations we're going to be doing under the Crafted by JR name, and it is a fantastic, fantastic smoke. Nicaraguan tobacco, broadleaf wrapper, Ecuadorian, uh, sorry, broadleaf binder. I believe it's an Ecuadorian rapper, uh, Ecuadorian Habano, if I'm not mistaken. But medium body, nutty. I'm going to light this bad boy up right now, actually. Chris, say something nice.
1: You, you look really good today in that mm-hmm. hoodie. Good going. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that we – I would love to hear about this collaboration between you and Crown Heads. I think it only made sense, makes sense that the first, I guess – crafted by for JR or the revival of it um, is with crown heads.
0: I mean, it was the easiest, just cause John is so easy to work with.
1: Yes. And I, th- but, I, and I think you guys, with the success of the mother church off the 50th anniversary um, collaboration, I think that was another big thing. But I mean, even if let's say he wasn't a part of the 50th, um, I think you go at you asking him to be a part of this he would have said yes in a in a heartbeat. Um, John, he's a great uh,
0: guinea pig because he works really fast, really efficient. The cigars yep. are always great. It always comes out exactly as you want. In the exact every other manufacturer I've worked with. Now listen, logistical delays. That's listen. It's part of the gig. Never had any delays from John. He was the first new cigar we introduced for the fiftieth. The first one we actually launched was the uh, Romeo, but it was basically a rework of an existing cigar. But the Mother Church was the first new cigar we introduced. Like it was, it was in March of that year, and it was a big success. So anytime, like I start a new, you know, we start a new series, I like to test it out with John because I'm like, this will be the, you know, the uh, whatchamacallit, what's the term I'm looking for? Like trial this, run, the trial or? run. Like this will live or die based upon this because if it works here. It can work everywhere. If it doesn't work here, it's probably not going to work because you're going to get a solid cigar from him. You're going to get it on time. You're going to get it for a good price. Um, and it's working out. I mean, we sold, you know, hundreds of boxes so yeah. far. Um, it's really fantastic. Great burn. Um, and I love we the went, band. We went yeah. simple in, like, the box and, like, the band. Like, they're they're nice, but they're not, you know, it's not crazy packaging because these are going to be our just, you know, very in-house like collaborations with these uh, we're, we're trying to steer towards more modern boutique manufacturers for this. Um, And everything, the name, the band design, the box design, the blend, I mean, obviously John blended cigars and him and his team and then sent us it, but everything was picked by and and designed by our in-house team, which is where the crafted by Jr. comes from. A lot of times, on something like Mother Church, we tell John, like, make us something awesome that's like very Crown Heads y. And he designed this whole awesome thing, the whole concept. This concept, and he was a great partner to have on it. Um, I gotta say, wearing the new Crown Heads hoodie, John was really mad that I said, I like my Bucky's hoodie. <laughs> so he sent us these hoodies. Yes. And I gotta say, this is better than the Bucky's hoodie. It, it looks is. so comfortable. It's very comfortable, it fits better. Um, I just hope it doesn't shrink in the wash. I hope it's not one yeah. of those. I'm gonna tell the, my laundry person when I drop it off, like cold water. To air cold, water. Oh, cold, tell, water? Cold, cold Cold water. Do cold water, and see if that helps. Um, uh, by the way, it, along with a note that said "fuck Bucky's." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, but no, Crown Heads is always gonna be my first choice to to try out a new a new collaboration. Um, but yeah, I mean, this yeah. this cigar is is fantastic. I mean, look, you can already tell the the nice tight burn on that getting great reviews um people are really engaging with it um and it's going to be bigger and you know it's going to keep getting bigger and 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 better i might even do after this initial run of the crown heads one goes out i might tweak and like maybe update the bands a little bit make it a little you know a little more pop out a little bit more but the cigar itself is is fantastic what do we got next next yeah let me look
1: yeah let me look Number 19 is... It's the one you're smoking. The one I'm smoking. The CLE 25th Anniversary 6x54. Um, this is a, This was created um, to celebrate the president of CLE, Christian Aroa, and uh, his 25 years in the industry. Uh, we had Christian Aroa on earlier this year. And I really enjoyed, really enjoyed that episode. I've always enjoyed the episodes you do have with manufacturers on. And he was someone I never met. Um, we've had people on here who I've met a few times. Um, and I always enjoy their interviews, but it was just nice to kind of see a new face and, and honestly make a new collaboration a a new, a new friend, a new, um, person in the industry. And I really enjoyed just hearing his story, you know, because I, I didn't know prior to it that he, you know, he was the founder of Camacho. So not not, uh, not the, the founder not the, the founder Sorry.
0: they 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 took that brand from somebody else years ago but gotcha. they made it into the kamat like into a big reputable brand gotcha yeah
1: and he he obviously gifted us with a handful of uh, CLE cigars um semi Roa cigars it was a really really good um good visit and this is I haven't smoked this yet so this is my first time smoking this um what are the? What is it? I believe it's. Yep, Honduran oh, wrapper binder Honduras. filler, Honduran puro, which I feel like we're seeing a lot more of lately. Um, Honduras is coming back, man. Yeah, I, I love mean, it. I love to see it. Um, Yeah, I, I forgot there was one cigar. Uh, I've, sm- I've smoked so many, but there was one that was. I think last year I smoked. It was a Honduran puro, and I felt like that was a very rare thing to see, or maybe I wrote about it. I don't know, but it was, you know, upon doing the research, it was a very rare thing to see, but now you're seeing a lot more of it. And it is in this box press, um, shape, which is always, this is a, this is a box press. True. I feel like a true box press Yeah, smoking. It is a little interesting and different too, but I really like it. Um, I love the, the band on it. I love the colors. It's red, green, and gold. um, but yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying this. The
0: the band is I like the band on. There. Yeah, it's got a nice nice thicker band, rocking the Italian colors. Yeah, and
1: I really do enjoy like you know I when he came up, and we smoked a handful of like the Asylum Thirteens and other cigars. I was I was really, I was no, I not I, I feel like blown away could be like. Overused sometimes, but I really enjoyed it because I never smoked a lot. I never smoked any of his cigars. I think I smoked the Yamastron when it first came out, and I was attracted to the the shape of the box, obviously, with the mountain. There's you know image of the mountains on there, which really looked nice. Um, but no, this was a ple- you know this was um having him was a pleasant surprise, and I'm I'm glad that we were able to put this on our list. Um, and yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I, I um. I don't know if you have anything more to say about it. You know what? Oh, your time with I don't. You don't. All right.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, you. Said it's all. You, you know, all your time you with well.
1: with Christian on the on the podcast was really was really cool. Inspiring. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know you look up to me. I, <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. It's I do. A, How do you? Yeah, like you got to let everyone know. I. I. You, you are my mentor. I'm not. Um, no, I'm kidding. But yeah, no, oh, you know, number 19. That's
0: not nice to say now. Like what?
1: <laughs> I can't win. You can see it. Everyone can see it. I can't <sighs> win. But yeah, that's our number nineteen cigar of the year.
0: Um, coming into, but yeah. Uh, so speaking of Honduran puros, by the way, very well said. I was letting you. Well, why did you to go for a ride on that one? Well, I did, appreciate you did, you did, it. Did, I felt like
1: a, I felt like I was I was uh, <laughs> kind of like going no, off. No, you were not But bit. listen,
0: you got you you were <laughs> you rode the bike from A to B, and you did, and you got there, and you didn't fall down. There we go. Yeah, Might have lost you a while. Uh, by the way, I want to talk about that Netflix movie because I watched it last night too. Oh. Okay. I got some I got some issues with it. I like the movie overall. I got some issues with it. All
1: right, she hasn't seen it, so we can't spoil it so much. Uh yeah, we'll talk about it at the end. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
0: Um another Honduran Puro, or, or is it a total Honduran Puro? Let me just double check. Almost a Honduran Puro. But the Camacho uh, broadleaf. Yes. Which I think people would probably have assumed excuse me, wrongly that it is a Connecticut broadleaf when in fact it is a Honduran broadleaf on this bad boy, which again is something you're seeing. I think Alec and uh, Alec Bradley used it in their uh, double broadleaf. So again, Honduras experimenting with new tobacco variety, not you know new to them at least, different seed varieties, trying to kind of regain their relevance and their standing in the industry. And it's working because a lot of these cigars have been fantastic. I mean, look, Kintsugi, not a broadleaf necessarily, but Kintsugi almost all Honduran tobacco, and that was a big success. So Camacho Broadleaf, you know, you're skeptical going into it. You're so used to Connecticut Broadleaf flavor and what that brings. Um, I like Pennsylvania Broadleaf sometimes. It can be – it's a lot heavier than Connecticut. It's a lot bolder. There's a lot more smoke, so you really kind of – kind you have to be in the mood for it. Mm-hmm. But um, – so I didn't know really what to expect with Honduran broadleaf, but it was fantastic. It was more milk chocolatey. It was definitely smoother and more mellow and balanced than Pennsylvania. Um, And in fact, in in parts of the cigar, it was even a little smoother than, than you would find in like a really nice Connecticut. So it was really interesting, but also getting some of those unique Honduran flavors. It was a little earthier and some more leather than, uh, than you would find in other broadleaf varieties. But, um, again, we we make this list based upon, A, enjoyment of the cigar, but also impact on the industry, impact on the company. Um, I think this is going to be a very big success for Camacho. And I think also, I mean, listen, broadleaf shortage has been a problem now yeah. for several years. Um, and you can... What the hell happened? The light went out. That's ah. fine. Um, uh, and you can see that, you know... And, Liga Pravada is not being as available as they once were. You know, it's, it's tough to get, you know, out of all of the foundation cigars, like Tabernacle sells out the, you know, it's the yeah. hardest to kind of keep in stock. Just because it's tough to get Connecticut Broadleaf. So um, I think that they, people had tried with Pennsylvania Broadleaf to find a suitable replacement. I want to say that most of the Maduro purists actually went more towards Mexican San Andreas um, they found it a little more mm-hmm. on par with what you're getting out of Connecticut, but I got to be honest, what I found in Honduras, I mean, this can open up a whole new door for people. Um, now again, I only really tried it on this one cigar. I mean, I think I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I smoked the the Alec Bradley double broadleaf uh, a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a very similar experience. That was a double broadleaf though. That also had it for the binder. So it was like a little more upfront, a little more easy yeah. face. So, yeah, I, I think that the impact on the industry is going to be, I think it could be profound. I'm not trying to say it's going to alter everything, but it, it's really going to be, you know, we got to see where the, the broadleaf purists land, the guys like Steve and Nick. We got to get some. I'm actually, I would actually be interested in sending some of these to Nick and being like, what do you think of this? Do you think this is something that can kind of make up for that, that shortage and, and, you know, some of the quality issues with Connecticut just because they're just maxed out? So a lot of companies have to go to lower quality stuff. They can't get those highest priming, you know, flawless leads. They got to kind of take what they can get. So I'd be interested to see what he has to. Now Nick actually might be the wrong person because he's such a a whaler, you know, Connecticut. Yeah, that he might just be like, no, I'm never using it. But I'd yeah. be I'd be really interested to see what his uh, what his thoughts are.
1: Well, is there a way to I don't I don't know if this is the right way of saying it or where Trying to mimic. I guess you can't mimic what a like what what tobacco from Connecticut or Connecticut broadleaf is, what it tastes like, how it how it's utilized well, you can, in I mean, the if cigar. You,
0: if you've taken the same seeds and you grow them in a similar environment, you can get it. You know, like Pennsylvania broadleaf has a lot of taste of Connecticut broadleaf. It's just heavier, a little bit harsher, gotcha. you know, a little stronger.
1: So when they say like an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. It so, was just seeds that were grown in Ecuador. Like yeah, so Connecticut if you, if you
0: compare, from- um, and I'll show you some examples of an of, uh, Ecuadorian Connecticut versus a true Connecticut shade. True Connecticut shade is, has a little more body to it. It's a little more golden okay. brown in its appearance. The Ecuadorian is a little bit lighter. Um, so there, you know, it's the same seed. And you're gonna, like I said, you're going to get similar experiences. Um, for example, the Monte Cristo White versus the Monte Cristo White Vintage. You smoke them, like, you'll tell that they're two different cigars, mm-hmm. and one of them uses Ecuadorian Connecticut, and one of them uses a true Connecticut shade. Um, but, yeah, like, the Connecticut shade is always going to be, like, a little more golden Gotcha. instead of, like, that lighter lighter gold. It's more of a richer gold color. Um, have a little more body to it, a little more grass and hay, you know, floral notes to it.
1: Will um, they ever take, like, Ecuadorian seeds in Rome and grow them in Connecticut? Like, do they ever reverse that, no, or I mean, would it make the, the no problem, sense? The problem,
0: it wouldn't make sense, because yeah. the problem is, is that... People love the stuff coming out of Connecticut. There's just not enough room or time. Gotcha. In Connecticut. Okay. Like they okay. have a very short growing season. Um, yeah, it's, what it's, six you know, months if that? Yeah, and it's very small. Like the air, like Ecuador, they can have all these fa- yeah. Connecticut is literally the that's sm- true. second yeah. smallest state in the union. It's also very densely populated. Yep. There's only s- and 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 the, these areas and, and Nick explained it great in the in the, the interview about you know how the glaciers melted and formed these perfect areas with like very little rock formation that was there's only like so much space to do that in where, so if you're able to find a country like Honduras where, you know, you have vast tracts of land that you could, that you could utilize this on um, and still maintain the quality, you know, remains to be seen. But I, I would, I would like that because then it takes some pressure off the Connecticut farmers. They don't have to be selling their scraps. They can only sell like the best stuff. So it actually would increase the quality of the Connecticut broadleafs that mm. we find. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, now the price of things that use actual Connecticut broadleaf might go up, just like, you know, way back in the day, Connecticut cigars were super cheap. Now, things that use an actual Connecticut shade wrapper, definitely more money than stuff used coming using Ecuadorian just because of the, you know, the limited, more limited quantity um, and the quality. So, yeah, but the, the, I think the Camacho broadleaf, really great step for Camacho. Um, in in a really interesting direction, and I'm excited to see what this opens up uh, in the uh, in the future. So that was number eighteen. Eighteen. Number seventeen cigar of the year is the Diesel Vintage Series. The Toro. Mm-hmm. Is it Nicaraguan puro?
1: It's a Mexican San Andreas Maduro wrapper.
0: All right, and then Esteli Habano and the Jalapa. Yep. So Diesel is a very interesting. Um, very interesting brand, uh, and I feel like we spoke about the We I spoke about it when I did the when top we, five video. But did we talk about this in a yeah podcast we, a few as well? we, a few
1: episodes ago? We did. Um. Uh, we, the episode generally a good day. We talked about General Cigars yeah. and the the good and the bad. So I, mean, I know last week when we were talking about Punch, we spoke upon the things with that brand. And then in the in that same generally good day episode, we talked about the Diesel. I think we were smoking that one too.
0: Yeah, I mean Diesel is just a fascinating story because of how it started, who started it, like, you know, so much of AJ's success and, you know, him turning into this literal titan of the industry. A lot of that has its foundations with what he did for CI, which includes brands like Diesel, Ave Maria, Man of War. He was involved in those brands when he was a nobody. Like, no one knew who he was. Yeah. And it was off of the success of those brands where, like, enough people knew, like, oh, who's AJ Fernandez? Oh, he makes diesel for these guys. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That he was able to start his own brands and then obviously just become this, this juggernaut. But diesel itself, I mean, it started as an in-house brand. You know, we, we do a lot of in-house brands, but yeah. this one grew so large that it is now a regularly produced, you know, kind of... It went away from CI and kind of into the hands of, of General, their sister company, like how we're sister companies with Altidus. So it'd be like, you know, Altidus taking over, crafted by JR or Mother Church, and then turning it into a giant, you know, national brand that everybody could could buy with all these different, you know, varieties and different rappers and different stories. So, um, and the one great thing about Diesel is they've, they've maintained a super competitive price point. I mean, I want to say the Diesel Vintage is like $7, maybe 8 And the cigar was fantastic. It was yeah. nutty. It was rich. It was definitely heavy on the heavier side. But, I mean, I don't like to to take... I think it's okay to take price into account when you're getting more bang for your buck. But if, it's, uh, if it's a, a cigar is, you know, like, like a, a, a unicorn from Steve Saka... If it's a hundred dollars, I don't like taking that into account of my uh, like when I review something because I don't really think any cigar is worth a hundred dollars just because like some of my favorites of all time are ten so like I can get ten of my favorites for one of the it depends on the moment and you know what your experience is et cetera et cetera but so I don't like taking high price into account because it's gonna vary, but something like this where i mean if they if they charged eleven or twelve. This would, I think, it would probably sell just as much, maybe like a little bit less, mm-hmm. but you would make up for that by having a higher price, a higher margin. But it goes for
1: six dollars and thirty cents on our website. That's ridiculous per stick.
0: That's a steal, man. That is a one hundred percent steal. You don't see
1: that now, like especially all throughout this year, um, even tail end of twenty twenty two. You don't see anything like of that price, and no. it'd be that like you're getting you're getting worth like a cigar that's worth more. And you're paying less, you know. So
0: yeah, I mean, I, I just, but it's a, such a fascinating brand because of of its own origins and then how it ties into the origins of AJ. So again, impact. First of all, great cigar, um, but impact. Um, I mean, everything else that's on our list is is you know these standard big brands. Yep. So, you know, and when I say big brands, I mean to me, foundation is still like a uh, yes, big brand, yeah. Crown Heads, Camacho, um, Camacho, but. This is a brand that started as an in-house, you know, like, like I said, we have, we have a bunch of those. Um, and it just, it it grew so large. Like, I don't think any of their other ones, I mean, Ave Maria and Man of War and Five Vegas are very popular, but none of them were able to take on that ability to become a standalone brand that you walk into a cigar store and someone says, Hey, do you have diesel? Um, although maybe, maybe Man of War, like people, people used to ask for Man of War a lot back in the day uh but some of those brands you know have kind of not i don't want to say falling behind the times but you know the industry catches up and then everyone duplicates it and then you gotta try something new diesel has withstood the the test of time um and if anything is is better bigger and more Mm -hmm. popular now than it's ever been so great job to the guys over at general great job to uh AJ on a fantastic blend. And uh, yes, yeah, so we're going to move on now to our number seven, 16, 16. Are we coming to the end already? Yeah. Let's yeah. you tell us what it is. It
1: is the Alec Bradley double broadleaf robusto. Just talked
0: about this. Yep. One. Yeah. So again, Honduran broadleaf um, for both. I believe it's for the rapper and the binder. It is. Um, couple factors at play here. Again, similar to what we were talking about with the Camacho. I think that what this means for the industry can be a lot. And the fact that it was executed so well on both of these brands, this and the Camacho, um, at a high level, and this was not some like test like experiment, we're gonna make a thousand boxes. These are regular release products. Alec like Bradley utilizes a lot of Honda you know, and tobacco. Factor, the, factor the, the factory that they utilize is, uh races is, yeah. is in Honduras. So
1: would you um hmm, would you say like they we're ahead of the curve a little bit, or like in the forefront of utilizing it, because I know their factory was there. I mean, like, so
0: I, when it comes to this kind of stuff, like the experimenting with different tobaccos and everything like that, it's it's hard to tell. Like, how long has this been going on? How like it's not just like last year they planted some broadleaf seeds in Honduras and like oh yeah we're gonna use that next year. Yeah, this stuff takes years, years to figure out and get right. And you look at that when you see, um. Aganorsa, for example, and h- how they utilize these cool hybrids and innovative tobaccos yeah. with the Guardian of the Farm line. The Nightwatch came out, what, two or three years ago? And the big deal with that is that it was using, uh, instead of the, the normal Corojo 98, it was using Corojo like 2012. Yeah. Like, somebody's been screwing around with that tobacco for 10 years to like get it to a point to use on a cigar. I don't know if it was necessarily Aganorsa or a bunch, of, a bunch of people, but that was one of the first times I saw Corojo 12 10 years later. Yeah. So it takes a while <laughs> to get these things right. You got to dial it in. Maybe it needs more water. You know, the nutrients in the soil is different. The weather is different. Um, the process that you know, the farm in Honduras versus the farm in Connecticut or the farm anywhere else is different. So it takes a while to develop these out into something viable, if it even, even is viable. Remember what Christian said, people who own their own farms, they don't like money yeah. because it could just be a yeah. pit. So you can work on a new tobacco variety for five years and then just be like, it's a dud. We can't, can't do it. Um, and then listen, that happens like Coro, I believe it was Corojo or, or Criollo. One of them was like, they developed it in Cuba, but then it, it had such a propensity to grow blue mold. that like, they, they never use it in Cuba again. Like they had, a, they fix it over here, so it, it was able to kind of find a second life. But they spent years in Cuba trying to develop this and make it viable and it just couldn't work out. They couldn't prevent the mold issue. I mean, dude, it's, it's, it's agriculture and science. Like nothing, it's, it's tough to kind of figure out what's going to work, especially when you're dealing with... Dude, I don't know how they fucking make a... How do you make a hybrid plant? Yeah, yeah. How do you do... Like, you put two <laughs> seeds in a cup <laughs> yeah. and then hope it works out. I have no idea how that shit works. <laughs> no. Nope. How are they doing that? Oh, I made a new kind of rose. How yeah, did you how much, do that? How much what, science goes into
1: that? Yeah, how much science a has lot. to go into that? like there have to be Sorry, bringing in an w break. No. <laughs> God, we were it's sponsored like Wayne's World. We were sponsored by Who a sponsors A&W? anything?
0: Oh, they had Pizza well, Hut, they had, they had, Hut, yeah, they had, had
1: Doritos, Hut. Pepsi. But um, but no, so yeah, I mean that's where you have to bring in I you have to bring in a scientist of some sort to to help like you know. I feel like people
0: have a misconception about tobacco farmers in uh in Central and South America. Even would in, you say misconception
1: the or they're just not
0: They're They're not not, uh, well-educated. They're not well-educated, but I think the misconception is they think it's some old, you know, guy who left Cuba, some like, some some wise man, and he's just like, oh, I just smell the soil and I know. That's not how it works at all. Guys like Perdomo and Placencia, the amount of like science, you know, they they have to, you know, the read nitrogen levels. Mm -hmm. They have to monitor volcanic activity. Like it is, it is very, very, very dense scientific work, and some of it is guesswork. You yeah, because nothing, especially when it comes to the environment and weather patterns, like nothing's 100%.
1: And unlike the the heels of that, a lot, you know, getting to know a little bit more manufacturers that have come in here that we've contacted, everyone says the same exact thing. You have no idea until you go to a factory how many people are really working on yeah. the cigar. Southern Draw has the 300 hands. You know, but and that is kind of dedicated to yes, like almost every factory having two hundred to three hundred people, their life from the moment they wake up to when they go to sleep is working in the factory. So
0: what what's the big complaint about pizza like outside of the tri state area? Well, like what's the thing that everyone says? The water. Yeah. So that's different water from like New Jersey to North Carolina. Yeah. And it can affect pizza. Like to a level where it's like, do you have shit pizza? And bagels, yeah, like any any
1: carb that does, yeah. Imagine
0: bringing a a seed from Connecticut to Honduras. Yeah. Take out all the other differences the temperature, the soil content, the overall environment, who's managing it, what their process Just take into account getting it there alone. To take into account the different water being used to water it. Yeah. It's di- the, the the makeup of the water is different. You know, they have a different agri, like a, um, a great irrigation process.
1: That's such a great comparison, honestly. Yeah.
0: So just that is insane. Take everything else into account, it sounds almost impossible to get it close. But I'm telling you, they they got it. They got it closer than Pennsylvania did, and you would think Pennsylvania would have an easier time because it's in a similar climate. Yeah. You know, you can basically ship water from Connecticut if you needed to. Um, so the, the amount of time and thought that has to go into these things is astronomical. Mm-hmm. And so when people are like, oh, you know, cigars used to cost a nickel, it's like, yeah, dude, well, it's like tougher now. Like, yeah. you, you well, gotta, the cost you know, of making
1: it is, you know,
0: to be yeah. able to mimic the flavor of a cigar and you have cigar nerds, myself included these days, who can tell the slightest difference in quality or different, you know, flavor patterns or whatever. To be able to make these things consistent Mm -hmm. year in and the Romeo 1875 tasting the same now as when I smoked it 11 years ago is crazy. It shouldn't be possible. So many things have changed. The environment's changed. It was was the hottest year on record. How do you account for that? Yeah. So, I mean, this kind of turned into like, you know... uh, uh, Overall uh, about uh, tobacco, yeah. yeah. I think people should have a, a much deeper understanding of what these guys, like the time, the effort, mm-hmm. the knowledge that they have, uh, people think that it's some shaman, you know, in the middle of Nicaragua, yeah. like, oh, just plant it towards the sun, and then it will be like, no, no, dude, these guys are, they have to be experts. Placencia yeah. probably has like a team of scientists. I remember, um, not Oliva Cigar Company, Oliva Tobacco, who was one of the biggest tobacco brokers, uh, cigar tobacco brokers in the world. Almost everyone gets their, all the Ecuadorian tobacco that Nicaraguan manufacturers get, they usually get from them. They brought in a team of like, Israeli irrigation experts to set up this massively complex irrigation system and like, yeah, we'll get our, our return back in like four years. But like they brought in guys from like who live in a desert because they know how to get water yeah. out of nowhere and really, you know, maximize, uh, maximize their water intake. Like there's so much science and technology and research that goes into this stuff that when people want, you know, like, oh, what's between Croho 12 and Croho 9? or, you know, Crowho 99, 10 years of R&D. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, Of
0: research and development and trial and, you know, and, and even then, e- even if you get something that's viable, you don't know what people are going to even like it. You know, it's a crapshoot It is a, too. Yeah,
1: this is a crapshoot industry for so sure. So make
0: sure you thank, the next time you visit a manufacturer, make sure you thank them, all right? Because, and, and, and make sure you're, su- you're supporting these, you know, a lot of these brands because, listen, man, it is not easy. It is really not easy. Yeah. Um,
1: so really quickly going. So back yeah, I don't
0: to, know what happened with Alec Bradley. I don't know. Going don't know back what they
1: to did. the list, what you know, if you want to speak on the this specific set of cigars, these order, you know, what, what going into it, what was your thought process about having these specific cigars twenty through sixteen? I
0: mean, it was our thought process. We did it together.
1: I, you know. I, yes. I'm. It is. But I just want to kind like you. We put it together, but you are like the master like you kind of like you you have the final say in terms of where you think placement should go and 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 i think and i don't think there's anything wrong with that i i trust you wholeheartedly with it i think if um, you if
0: you make the list because there's we, a certain quality of a cigar that you need to it needs to make the list. yes once you get into the list then you have to we have to start looking at the more finite and minuscule differences yeah um like what was the purpose behind the brand? And I don't. I I hate to say this, but this is something. And this, again, we say this all the time. This this list is our prerogative. This mm-hmm. is not. We're not saying that you think these need to be all the best, but something that is a standard release for something that's a little more exclusive. Yeah. Listen, the 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 cigar we enjoy the most is still higher up on the list. Uh-huh. But all things being equal, let's say we all enjoy these cigars equally. You take other things into account. You take packaging into account. Yeah. You take distribution is this something that's going to be available for like a decent amount of time or like we try not to do one-offs yeah like very rarely do we put a a total one-off if it is a one-off it's something that they only did it once but like they've done a lot of them so you'll be able to get it Mm -hmm. for a while um so it all comes down to that uh again impact on the industry um excitement like general industry excitement you know yeah even though we might like this cigar from big corporate company and then we like this cigar from Small Boutique one, more people might be really excited yeah. about this one. And if we like the cigars the same, something like that just, just kind of does, it does come into play, um, unfortunately. It's just, it's just the way it is. Uh, because w- w- for me, once I really, really enjoy a cigar, which is everything on this list, something I, I really, really enjoy, I can't, I, I don't, I also don't want to say that this one is better Than that one, yeah. You know, like that's not something that that comes into mind. I don't think that the that's not
1: what we go for with the list. I just didn't know if like you wanted to kind of like pull the curtain back a little bit and be like, you know, this is the process. Behind the curtain, don't
0: be walking into my bathroom again. It's a a
1: treat for me. Yeah, Um, but no, I just didn't know because one thing I can say about our list, previous from other previous lists from us, there's there is a lot like. This is the first list for me that I smoked. I smoked 24 out of 25 cigars. Yeah. This is the only one I didn't. This is the first year where I'm, because we had, you know, the first two years was you and Greg. I did, I did put in my two cents for sure. I smoked, but I didn't, I didn't, you know, I took upon the challenge that you brought to me in the beginning of the year with smoke something different. And I really have, because if we are putting these together and we are sitting here talking about these, I think for me, I have to do a service to people listening to us to be like, you know, if it's on the list, I need to know what I'm talking about because I've had people DM me on Instagram and be like, I don't get a lot of, I don't, I really don't get a lot of opportunity to smoke new cigars. So I rely heavily on you and Nick to kind of guide me through it. Um, and I think that's just great to hear. And I think that's what these lists are for. Right. So.
0: Yeah. It's, it's definitely, you know, we, we try to make it a, a guide and listen, there's, there's, all these lists are personal preference. There, there is no everything in the world is personal preference. The yes. Oscars are personal preference. Everything. The, the ten guys, because if you went by just popular demand, then uh, every Marvel movie would have won Best Picture yep. every year. Yep. So it, it always goes comes down, down to what
1: we talked about, and even like picks with sticks with the the football committee, the uh, football committee, the like you just said, the Oscars. Yes. Yeah. The every list is very. Cater to who is like the the committee, the judges, the people putting together these things.
0: Yeah, I, I doubt that a movie ever won Best Picture that somebody who was on the board of choosing is like I don't like that movie at all, but I realize that everyone else does, and I realize the impact yeah. it made, so I'm going to vote for it anyway. Yeah. No, they're not going to do that because no. they're they're pieces of shit. Um. Uh. But there's definitely there's like there's some there might be a cigar on on our list that's like. It's not my favorite because it might not be my flavor preference, but I realize that it's good for a lot of other people yeah. and the impact that it has. I'll never say and it needs well, I'll never say what it is. Yeah. Or, or or if there is one. But and no, there's there's a ton of times where I understand that like, listen, this is just not in my palate, but the construction was great, the packaging is great. Mm-hmm. Like I probably won't smoke a lot of them, but I understand that this is important and we need to get behind this brand. And
1: we need to we need to oh, the other thing about this list is like we are promoting these cigars for you guys to try and enjoy, you know, that's why we do make packs out of them and we do talk about them. So you guys get a chance to enjoy them every year, yeah. you know? So, but yeah, that, that's, that's 20 through 16.
0: Yes. Make sure to check out, um, uh, our YouTube page. If you're listening on Spotify, check you know, watch this. And then to, uh, the first place you're going to see the next part of the list, which is 15 through 11 is our Instagram every Wednesday morning. Um, and then we're like, like Chris said, we broke them up into packs. So if you want to check out, um, and, and, and pick some up, we'll, we we'll have a, a certain amount of packs made for each of these. And then we'll have a very limited amount of our, of our top 10. when yeah. We get there. So check it out on Instagram, watch it on YouTube, download it on Spotify. Um, You know, check us out on TikTok as well. We'll be putting up some nice TikTok clips. Uh, But make sure to just do comment, like, and subscribe. Put in the comments if you're watching on YouTube, you know, what do you think of the cigars we picked today? Do you have any cigars that you think should be in the list, you know, coming up? And uh, as always, say it, Chris. Keep it lit. Keep it lit.